S-C-U-M-B-A-G Scumbag You are all garbage! When you can take the pebble from my hand, it will be time for you to leave. Ninja, the tea party's over! Guten Abend, willkommen to the Asian Action Cast. Mein Name ist Sam. That's about it. That's all I got. Ich bin heiße und Apfel. Welcome to the Asian Action Cast. My name is Sam, translating in German. Let's go around the table. Hello, Mikey. Hello. Hello, Rachel. Je m'appelle Rachel. Je, isn't that French? Yes. Oh, I was going for German. I don't know how to say it in German. Hello, Scott. G'day, cunts. My name's Scott. <laughs> ich haben? Ich haben? Ich haben, Scott. Cunts. That's uh, that's German for mate. <laughs> How are you, cunt? Welcome to the Asian Action Cast. Uh, I, I love your description of our podcast, Scott. We're, uh, what'd you say? Uh, a non-fiction podcast filled with lies and contradictions. Is that, that what you're talking about? That's exactly what I'm talking about. Where we watch, review, recap, revamp the best and worst of Hong Kong and Asian action cinema. And laugh at the stuntmen who've given their lives for our entertainment. Oh, they hurt themselves pretty bad. That's why we watch it. Because shit doesn't happen like that anymore. So, a movie tonight that we decided, we had a choice of three. We won't say what the other two were, but what did we decide, Mikey? We went uh, for Jackie Chan's 100th film, Chinese Zodiac, a.k.a. CZ-12, a.k.a. Armor of God 3. Armor of God 3. Now, do you want to give us a story on maybe why you have this film, why you think it's a good film, why you own it? <laughs> why I own it because it was on sale and cheap. <laughs> Do I think it's a great film? No, I don't. Would you pay but, full price for this film? No, I would not. <laughs> um, but, you know, when you're out there and, and something's on sale for a bargain, why not? I'd pay six bucks for this. I've seen this before. Mikey, you've seen this before. Scott, Rachel? No. 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 Had you heard about it before? No. No. Was Had- it like a, a big... Is it a cinema thing or was it just it, like- it did actually. We I saw it at the cinema. I did not because I knew it would be trash. <laughs> <laughs> but you guys had seen uh, the first two Armor of Gods, Armor of God 1 and Operation Condor. Yeah. Yeah. So, I remember. I actually remember this, Mikey, when they announced they were going to make this film. Uh, we were working together and we were getting very excited. Not just because they were making a third Armor of God, but because Jackie had announced that he was going to direct. And Jackie hadn't directed a film since, like, what, Project... No. No, the um, Canton Godfather, I think, was the last one. Yeah, Lady Rose and... Lady Rose. Yeah. Yeah. And so, we got excited because we thought, you know, Jackie Chan's a great director, great martial arts choreographer. Um, Little did we know that he had transitioned into the shill that he is right now. (laughs) (laughs) Little did we know that he copped out and he actually got another director to help him direct. Yes. It was Edward Tang. He was a writer, I know. I don't know if he helped direct. Stanley Tong was the director of uh, Rumbling in the Bronx, but who's the other director you got to help? Ah, uh, let me look. Yeah, you look that up me. while I talk at people listening through the interwebs. So, Chinese Zodiac, have you, have you guys got some trivia, Scott, Rachel? I can throw some. Ah, uh, go for it. Yeah, all right. So, Chinese Zodiac CZ-12, for some reason, was not called Armor of God. I don't know why, because uh, there's a lot of IP inherent in that. But this is Jackie Chan actually won a Guinness Book of World Record record for being the having the most movie credits in this film. He did everything from action choreography, director. He was even doing the catering. I don't know why he decided to have a hand in the catering, but okay, Jackie. Um, Jackie's got a bunch of young stars in this film. It's like he's picked these incredible up-and-coming performers. But I think, Rachel, you pointed out there's a noticeable golf between people who are 20 and Jackie, who's probably like 120. And there's nothing really in between. You're either really young or you're Jackie. Well, I mean, the the actress who plays Coco is born in 1983, which isn't, you know, too big a golf, but still. 1983, but this was back in 2012 or something, right? Like, I just feel like that's... You know, come on, Jackie. Jackie's still an old man. He's still an old man. He's a very old man. He's even older now. You know, um, some other trivia. This film was uh, 
crap. That's a piece of <laughs> trivia. Um, no, I, I, we really wanted it to be good, but... There's at least two songs that feature Jackie singing in them. Yeah. And then one with JC. Yeah, his son, JC, makes a cameo in this film as well. So does his wife, Jackie's real wife. Um, JC's mother, I presume. <laughs> uh, she also makes a cameo at the end of the film. But it's, yeah, it's, look, it's weird. It's a weird film. So you sort of touched on it's not called Armor of God. It, it kind of is called Armor of God. And so, like, there's a couple of different titles, like Legend of the Chinese Zodiac and Armor of God 3 and all this stuff. I feel like maybe the original Armor of Gods got reissued on DVD and someone's like, hey, this is doing pretty good numbers. You got it in here for one more? And he's like, oh, maybe I can write a new one. And they just did it over the weekend. And it doesn't really have any throwbacks to the originals. Not that it needed it, but- Yeah, it had a couple of throwbacks if you- Oh, sorry. So, I mean, in stunt-wise, yes, the, the chewing gum and all the stuff. French- But the characters and stuff, Chateau I feel like- business. Yeah. yeah, and the dogs. And, the dogs, um, yes. Yeah. It so doesn't- A few little things. I think Jackie said when um, he- had this idea for a while and he was sort of saving it up for this particular film. I don't think he had much planned out beyond the mm. idea of it. Like I read a review of it and some people were saying he's kind of rehashing all his greatest hits essentially. Mm. And I, I kind of see that. But um, we, we spoke about uh, some of the people, the young actors, like his crew essentially in this movie. He has a crew of like four people that sort of follow him around. So there's um, Simon, David, Coco, Bonnie and... Catherine, so that's Quan Sang-woo, who's a Korean guy, Liao Fan, Helen Yao as Coco, and Zhang Lanzing as Bonnie. Apart from Bonnie, I feel like, I don't know, maybe they've done other stuff that's great, but they come across as incredibly bland and incredibly, like, nothing happening. It's background characters. Yeah. Like, I the only best, the good thing is you've got Vulture and Oliver Platt, like, chewing the scenery. And, and you know, that's about it. <laughs> Oliver else Platt's amazing in com- this film. It's bland as hell. And the, the funny thing, we mentioned it when we were watching it, that he's got this crew, but basically Jackie does everything yeah. <laughs> in the entire movie. There's only like a couple of things that the, the guys do on the side. Other than that, it's Jackie doing all the stunts, all of the, you know, the heist work and all, everything else. They're very basically. superfluous. Yeah. And see, this is the weird thing about this film is that it obviously has a lot of the DNA of the Armor of God series, right? For some reason, though, he's known in this film as JC. He's always been known in Armor of God films as Jackie. Jackie! Or Asian Asian Hawk. Or Asian Asian Hawk, Hawk. which nobody calls him in this film. Um, The other thing as well is that he never really was a very gadget-heavy... I mean, he had his car and stuff like that. I I think he tried to do, especially in like Operation Condor, he had, um, you know, his Mitsubishi cool off-roader thing that had all the gadgets and stuff. Yeah. And there was another movie that he did um, where he kind of... Tried to to have it sort of like an Asian hawk thing as well. Um, now it's gone out of my head. Uh, he fancies himself some kind of Tomb Raider or something. Yeah, yeah. It was it was. Um, oh, what was that called? Oh, the Medallion. Oh. Let's name all the shit Jackie That's, films that he's done. <laughs> yeah, there's there's a lot of them. But this movie is like he's rewritten his Armor of God series to make it more like um what to put a moral into it. The a myth, moral spin. The myth. Oh, oh very yeah, modern. The myth. Action movie, I guess, with the the protests and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I think he's he's tried to make it too righteous. He's like, this is him making a statement, I guess. And I mean, he tries to to set himself up at the beginning as his Asian Hawk character, who was very materialistic, right? He's like pro capitalism. He wants to steal things for money, and then they chuck in this super idealistic, really hot chick right in the middle of it, who is just so righteous. That she manages to convince him to also become righteous. I like how he keeps his principles to the end. He's still trying to steal shit at the end. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, in if you watch Armor of God, Jackie worships one god, money. She beca- she is so righteous, she becomes the villain at the end of the film. She, yeah. She's like Super Karen. <laughs> I, got, I, got, I got two more bits of trivia just quickly. Uh, so, well, a couple of bits of trivia. This is filmed all over the place, including... Latvia, France, China, Taiwan, and Vanuatu. And the skate suit at the start of the movie was uh, created by a guy called Jean-Yves Blondier, and he trained him to use it. That seems incredibly dangerous to wear a skate suit because if you fall over, guess what? You're still going to keep going. You're not going to stop. You know, apparently, at the end, Kenny G has a cameo. Kenny G, the the musician. Sure. I never Kenny G as airplane pilot cameo. Oh. Wow! Ooh, fucking everyone's in this movie. I don't know. <laughs> All right, let's let's rattle off some people in this film, right? Kenny G, 
his son JC, his wife, Jackie's wife, I mean. Shuchi, Daniel Wu. Yeah, for like two five seconds. seconds. Yeah, no. two seconds. Shuchi is a, a woman that gives birth. For someone who doesn't, who hasn't actually given birth, but for her. She's never had a kid? No, she doesn't have kids. Damn, so she's still good. She's still good with me. <laughs> Ken Lowe, Steve Yu, they're the pirates. Yeah. Shuchi's saving herself for me. <laughs> but I'd, I'd never do that. I'd never go there because I'm all about Amy Kwok. Oh, you got to fight Stephen Fung for that. Stephen Fung? Yeah, they're, they're, they got married. Oh. oh. Did they get married? But they're a couple anyway. Damn it. This movie came out in 2012 also. Maybe and that's why it's called CZ12. Is that why it's called CZ12? The 12 Zodiac. No, I know. But like, did they kind of time it to be like, oh, 2012? Uh, I don't know. It's like a rap boast. <laughs> so, just to, to, just to rattle it off. Armor of God 3, Chinese Zodiac. Operation Condor 3, the Chinese Zodiac. Chinese Zodiac, Little the Chinese Zodiac, and Zodiac. What's the, uh, can you pronounce the Chinese title? CZ12. Is that it? That's the Chinese title? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay. So, now we know what film we're going to watch. Let's do our pitch. How are you going to sell this film? Somebody who hasn't seen it. Well, you guys haven't seen it. We didn't really sell it to you, though. Jackie Chan's Tomb Raider. Jackie, yeah, that's accurate. That's accurate. I don't know if I could sell it. Uh, <laughs> I was like, maybe you can turn this into a version of The Room where you throw popcorn at the screen. Hi, doggy. Whenever Jackie does something weird and preachy or a character does something strange. Um, I don't know. <laughs> How about... You know, if you're of Chinese descent and you had like an old grandfather or a grandmother who was telling you to behave yourself because the Asian gods will punish you and you should look after like your grandparents. like that, That's what this feels like to me. It's a preachy, preachy film. Oh, worse than that, the Chinese government is telling you to give them all your money. Yes. You should do it. That's your pitch. Do it. You better. That's my pitch. Yeah, buy this film. <laughs> <laughs> It's like uh, around the world with Jackie and a bunch of slapstick comedy. That you, that you just explained like half of Jackie's filmography. <laughs> True. Like, th- this might sound weird, but this is a kind of movie you put on and your parents would watch and have a good time. It's like inoffensive, good fun. Saved by the last hour sure? or so. Like the I don't last know hour. I don't know inoffensive. Well, it, it, there's nothing that crazy about it for me. It is one of those things where... Um, he, he's got a bunch of ideas, throwing them onto the table and kind of put all the plot around it. He wasn't the sole writer I'll add. There was about three writers. But it's ended up being way too much. If He he could easily cut, I reckon, half an hour out of this movie. And it Definitely. Would be sharper and a bit more action-focused. I reckon it would be a pretty decent movie. There's some good stuff in there. There's a lot that can be chopped off. They could have cut out Coco completely. And put Vulture in there some more or something so you could choose oh, some yeah. more scenery. That would have been great. Rachel, what, do you what have- about Todd? <laughs> yeah, Todd, the captain. Todd, have we, you got- we named the um, the boat captain who just randomly appears, Todd. He doesn't have a name. There's no explanation. He just appears with a medical kit and you're like, where did he come from? <laughs> Actually, sorry, before you pitch, Rachel, I'm going to change my pitch to Captain Todd to the rescue. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's your pitch? Uh... Chinese Power Rangers, because it feels like they're they're showing a story to a bunch of five-year-olds. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they taught this at school. You know, they showed kids this and said, this is what you should do if you find a relic. Throw it in the ocean. Yeah, and like jump out of a plane. In a vol- or a volcano. Yeah, yeah. It's a good history lesson. <laughs> CCP. I mean, I mean, I mean, I agree with the the overall premise that it's saying that oh, all these civilizations stole relics and antiques or, or whatever, you know, important artifacts at one time or another. But it's just so heavy handed mm. that it's just very, very annoying. Yeah, and you know what? I mean, like, we really need to take this and not to get political and all soapboxy, but the spirit of like reconciliation because at one time we all done some fucked up shit, right? And if we were all going to be like, no, well, remember that shit that you did hundreds of years ago? Guess what? At some point, your ancestors have done some fucked up shit somewhere. So, we all need to come together and get along. You know, Todd doesn't have a credit. I can't find Captain or what? anything here. He's the most important character in that film. He's really? carrying the med kit. <laughs> he always shows up with a med kit. Citation needed. He might have a credit here. I don't know. All right. <laughs> all right. Should we do like a very quick plot synopsis, Mikey, on what this story is actually about and then we'll do the main action beats? Sure. So, uh, 
with start off with uh, a little bit of a history lesson about the desecration of the Summer Palace in 1840 by the, the dreaded British mustachioed the, the, the British and the French who um, burst into the city and burnt it down and s- stole off with lots of artifacts, including the uh, aforementioned twelve Chinese zodiac bronze heads, each uh, head representing a different animal of the Chinese zodiac calendar. Uh, and then it actually um, crosses into auctions where they're selling off um, a couple of... Uh, this is where the inspiration for Jackie came for this movie. Uh, he mentions in uh, one of his uh, interviews and biographies um, that he actually tried to purchase one of the bronze heads at one point, but he was significantly outbid and that kind of pissed him off. So it kept the idea in his head that, uh, you know, because his intention was to buy it and give it back. Uh, so you can't do it in real life, do it in a movie. Yeah. So you can't do it in real life, you do it in a movie. Or you, you know, push down on people and, until they get the point that they should all be giving it back rather than uh, selling it into... Who, guilt them into it. Yeah. Guilt, Thanks, Papa Jackie. <laughs> Thanks, Papa Jackie. <laughs> the funny thing is, in my understanding, is most of them have been bought by Chinese businessmen now <laughs> bidding everyone else to buy them back anyway. Did they donate it back to China? I don't know that many of them have donated them back. Or I don't feel I, like I think they have. Actually, yeah, I, think, I think in the um, movie it even alluded to the Chinese government saying they didn't want them back. Oh, serious? Well, no, they didn't want it because it was bought at auction. So, I guess yeah. they didn't want to acknowledge the fact that China has paid for their own shit Blood back. money for it, yeah. yeah. So, what yeah. they want is they want it to be bought at auction and it someone w- drops it out saying, I found it. <laughs> a government official, well, I found look, it. Look at this. <laughs> so, I don't understand the... The, so, the premise is that Jackie has gone, he's been hired by people to so steal these, right? There's, there's um, a, a, a ruthless group of um, art relic... Um, forges. Forges and sellers, effectively uh, thieves who steal relics and sell them on, on the open market. So, how these things come up at auction. So, they've been selling off the bronze heads and they've been going higher and higher over the years. And so, they figure... Why don't we focus on getting the rest of them out there and leave the dragon head, which is obviously the most popular one for the the end. And so they end up hiring uh, JC, Jackie Chan, to uh, find and uh, acquire the missing bronze head statues, the uh, the other ones that haven't been found before. This group of like treasure hunters, forgers, whatever you want to call them, they're sitting around this table having a discussion. All they need is like twirly mustaches and be like, <laughs> this exposition of like how evil we are. It's like they have evil chairs. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're headed With by lumbar support. That's Oliver Platt, right? <laughs> That's Oliver Platt, and I thought he was a minister for Parliament, but I think his name is actually MP. I don't. Know. Well, he was the head of the group, mm. the MP group, but I don't know if it was. That's really confusing. Yeah. Like and you might it, as well have been Dr. Evil being like, one million dollars or something like that. You know, so. <laughs> and that, that guy was his son. There was like a, yeah. an Asian guy, even though Oliver Platt and that guy looked about the same age. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was going, what's that? And then Oliver Platt just spout some Chinese, like, I'm going to kill you or something stupid like that. Was he speaking proper Chinese? I think they they had a dialogue co- coach on the credits, so I'm sure he Would have been Jackie, surely, one of his credits. Yeah, that's right. He's on there as a language expert. <laughs> <laughs> that was my favorite thing, though, like... Um, they had, obviously there's dubbing and stuff going on, but a few of the, um, white actors had terribly tried to do some Chinese and then they had the, the one Chinese actress and they dubbed the English over the top of it so terribly. It's hard though with an international cast though, right? Because you got to keep it consistent. It makes my brain hurt. Why do we have to have so many languages? I mean, that was the thing with this movie as yeah. well, wasn't it? Because it came, it was a came to a point when we we were having like a lot of different movies coming out in the West of different languages and stuff, and they actually almost went to the point of going, "We're in France and we're speaking French now. We're, you know, these people speaking English, and then now we're speaking Chinese in the Chinese group of people, and they kind of just went with it through the whole movie. I mean, that's a funny joke you can come back to, and there's a fun as a Tied a way you can do that, like, huh, what, huh, we, we, West, and well, yeah, they play that up a lot, though, as well. Like, one doesn't understand what the other one's saying, and then they're playing on what the other one's saying. Well, poor Catherine is like, oh, speak English, yeah, yeah, and she's French as yeah. well. But I think the actress, her, her name sounds German, but not the, <laughs> doesn't mean she can't speak French. Oh, just, just quickly before we go back in the plot, just to what Sam said about his Guinness World Records is. Jackie Chan won most credits in one movie and most stunts by a living actor for this movie. Most stunts? He won that for this film? Did you know Jackie can be like a cinematographer and art director? 
in this movie. I haven't gone through all of them. That's just two of them I picked it's up. It's also uh, at the Huarding Awards, or Hoarding Awards, whatever you pronounce that. that. Zhang Lanzin, who was Bonnie, won Best Newcomer. So good for her. I thought she was pretty good out Did of you the say crew. Hoarding Awards. H U A D I N G. Huarding. Huarding. I don't know what that Huarding. is. Huarding. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you? I'm hiding. <laughs> yeah, actually, I'll share a joke my son told me last night, which I thought was quite funny. Uh-oh. He's like, uh, what nationality are you if you're in the bathroom? European. No. Oh, that's a, such a dad joke. You know, that was pretty funny. Um, who's Bonnie? Bonnie is the, the girl. She's the, the taller tall one, yeah. Yeah, Splits yeah. girl? Yes. That's how they introduced Bonnie. The, the non-insufferable... Uh, of the crew. Is she not insufferable? I don't know. They're all pretty fucking The one that's not an activist, I guess. <laughs> well, her introduction to the film, she rocks up in like a sports car at a military base, comes out wearing pretty much nothing, the tiniest short shorts, high heels, and like a, I don't know what you call it, snakeskin boob tube, I guess. And she's like, I got a PP. And breaches security because these, these guys all go, hubba, hubba, boing. Yeah. Who <laughs> says I got a pee-pee? I don't know. I don't say that, but I'm not a hot chick driving a sports Maybe car. Maybe your children did. Yeah. <laughs> like the mask. They might have had the tongue come out and the eyes bugging out. Like, Ooga. <laughs> so, like, And then the guys, the, the all the military guys go check out her car while she goes pee-pee as if they wouldn't just wait outside the bathroom or something. And With the cameras. She, she sticks one leg, and this is just to show off her flexibility. Splits. She does a split in the air, one leg's in the air, goes through the window, lifts up a whole tray of keys with her heels, and then slides it under a car doing the splits. I mean, Very impressive. Yeah, so I say super impressive, but also the world is your gynecologist. <laughs> <laughs> like, what happens if the key fell in there? You couldn't get it out. It's. What if she got a cramp? Yeah. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> You know, you know the funny thing when we're watching this scene. The one thing I, uh, because she's obviously setting up for Jackie to escape from this uh, facility. It's never explained what he was doing in there. <laughs> he doesn't have anything on him, and he doesn't escape with any like item that he's trying to steal. You know, what's funny is I imagine he's stealing the skate suit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe that was that. Yeah. Do you know what it reminds me secret. of? You know that musical that on roller roller skates that used to be on a lot, like like Moonlight Express or something. Do you remember that? No. Never mind. <laughs> oh, you have to describe it now. Yeah, you, gotta, you can't no, just leave it hanging. Like a, it's like a musical. That just It's a whole musical, but all the actors are on roller skates. I don't know. And they wear like glittery stuff. I don't know. That's what it reminds me of. Hmm. That's what this film was missing. Jackie Chan singing a number in his skate suit. <laughs> You're saying he should be on the, the skate suit going, I can show you the world. <laughs> I was thinking something more along the lines of, Keep rolling, rolling, rolling. <laughs> Jackie Chan singing Limp Bizkit? Yeah. All right. I'm yeah. In. I'm in. I mean, that sequence was really long anyway, so oh, might as well be so If you're going to train that skate suit and hide that skate suit, you've got to get your money's worth, right? Well, yeah, that's that's right. He had to go for all the shots. Um, so, basically, he's wearing... Let's describe the skate suit. So, he's got a... Skateboard skate, on his chest. Skateboard <laughs> four-set on his chest, rollerblades on his forearms... And also on his feet, l- feet and his legs, um, and pretty much he's laying down like it's it's kind of like one of our full body suit basically. It's like he looks like an old enemy for like uh, a Godzilla back in the day with the, the the face mask, like an Ultraman or something like that. You know, does Oz also have like rollerblading enemies, bad people? Should be. Roller skating, bad people. Anyway, <laughs> it's all coming out. He looks out. like some dystopian kind of costume yeah. from, from a crappy movie. Yeah. He looks like Jake Rockwell from Centurions, <laughs> is what I said. Power extreme, <laughs> right? All he needs is like Skynet to beam him down his skate suit. One thing about the skate suit, uh, how did that mask not fog up? Yeah, well, yes, good point. He's breathing pretty heavy though. Yeah. Just saying. Yeah. So he uh, he uses this uh, skate suit to um, slip through all of the guards' um, clutches, basically through their legs, underneath cars, up walls, etc. Um, all while we're kind of going, is it all downhill? I don't know. Because he never seems <laughs> the twistiest, like, turniest roads yeah, in, in build Europe. up any momentum. He just sort of takes off and he's going. So. It's kind of like... It is kind of downhill. He is kind of going Well, I downhill. get it when he's outside, but in the base itself, it didn't really look like there was much. Yeah, no. And he doesn't no. sort of push off. He just sort of 
glides. Well, he's like those wheel people from Return to Land of Oz. You know, <laughs> oh, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. I feel like any time he went on his chest, he actually fell over and landed on the skateboard. He's like, oh, that, that looks cool. Just go over it. <laughs> like, he wasn't planned to fall over like that. He just fell over. And it's like, oh, shit, boom. And like, keep going, keep going, rolling. Yeah, I mean, that- I, I do give him props, though, because um, as he's gone through and, and done all these little bits, he has. He really likes to use a room, like all of the little gaps and twists and things that you could think of doing in those positions. He's he's gone and filmed them all. So, I don't know how long it took him to film all of this in, in one. See, my problem with that scene is you're right. Like, I love the things, the gags that he sets up, right? Mm. But that went for so long and there was like no narrative. Like, every little thing that he did was cool, but it just stretched out and it's like, you probably don't need that much because then it's outstayed its welcome. Yeah, absolutely. You know? it, it definitely outstayed its welcome. It was at least five minutes too long, the whole sequence. And as I said, there's no explanation as to what he was in there for in the first place. It's just to set up for him getting the phone call where they're flying off going, hey, Jackie, come and help me with these freaking bronze heads. Yeah. It's and like, it's, yeah, okay. it sets up the rest of the film for you to prepare for the really shit green screen work. That they do. <laughs> yeah, because the uh, there is some very, very poor... Um, Green screen shots, uh, computer graphic shots in this movie. I've got to agree here. Like, I try and be, um, you know, like, ah, give it a break. It's not too bad, but this is pretty bad. Yeah. Especially it, the maze, like. If, yes. It's kind of like, um, you know, they're trying to do like a James Bond kind yeah. of like bit before the Action, yeah, action thing. intro. Action, little action intro, but it just, yeah, wa- well overstays its welcome. Um, so then we move on to uh, the main plot of the film. So he hits up a, a, a Chinese professor for some intel on the, the heads. They go to a whole point of um, using special gloves to scan some mock-ups of the bronze heads and download this data into a computer to make 3D print-offs. Oh, so the tech. fastest 3D printer oh, is in this. Have you ever used a 3D printer? <laughs> exactly. No way. It would take like five years. <laughs> and it would break into stuff. pieces yeah. and then it would be all wrong. Exactly. And then someone touched it in the middle of the night. Exactly. And it's like, uh, it's, it's one of those things where all of this so they can go into the country with the fake bronze heads in cases through customs to then throw them off the bridge because they're going to have an excuse to have them when they carry them out of the country. It didn't kind of... I didn't understand. It was, it was obviously trying to set up that, you know, they could take them out of the country. But the funny thing is the bad guys that they're working for are actually kind of in France anyway because that's where they end up at the end of the movie in a vineyard and shit. So it's like... Why are they taking the bronze heads to give them to them to sell at auction anyway out of that This country? doesn't make sense. Why are yeah. young people hanging around Jackie Chan? None of it makes sense. None of it makes sense, no. So it does not make sense. It was kind of weird. <laughs> Where it, what would have made more sense and kind of <laughs> made sense was when he stole stuff, he was replacing it with fakes. Like at one point he steals the rooster head and you replace it with a fake. That would make sense in your movie. I'm going to steal the, the rat head and the... The bunny head, whatever the hell it was, rabbit head, and replace him with fakes. She's like, I'm a thief. I'm not a monster. Exactly. That makes sense. <laughs> they might not even notice that they're missing because, you know, who holds their bronze head? Yeah, I'll tell you goes, what, though. <laughs> if your counterfeit is that good, right, yeah. and then you go and sell it, but then the owner of the real one goes, what are you talking about? i got it right here. <gasps> it's a fake. How do you know? Yeah, and because they're stolen goods in the first place, you can't really complain. So, yeah. you know, it's kind of bad but good. Okay, China. Yeah, (laughs) hence we've rewritten the plot to make it make more sense. (laughs) But anyway. All right, show of hands. Who wants a 3D printer now? I do, but all I would do is just print dildos. (laughs) (laughs) I'd make a penis, then I'd make it bigger each time. So, you like an acorn or a light switch? I'd start with an acorn (laughs) and then I'd end up with a plantain and then it might grow into like maybe a cactus. And yeah, eventually I would just print like a big massive penis that I would wear over me. And walk around. Like and then that a, guy- like a cocoon? People, yeah, yeah. And then people would see me walk past and go, that guy's a dick. <laughs> it's a nice setup for the joke then. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Thanks. Took a while. Yeah. <laughs> um, Just like this film. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, then we have uh, the sort of um, allude back to Arm of God 1 where uh, I don't know if people remember from our earlier- podcast but there's a scene in a, a french chateau where jackie's getting chased by doberman dogs etc uh, so they've used the same premise uh dogs in this one but uh, it's a far more elaborate escape through a hedge mage which hedge maze which may or may not be cg because it looked pretty That's fake in different uh, scenes. Uh, yeah certain scenes definitely cg yeah. 
And our first uh, worst animal cruelty. Oh <laughs> man, he really shook that dog. <laughs> that dog, but uh, it's okay because uh, in the outtakes, the dog gets up and bites his ass. So yeah. uh, suck shit, one Jackie. to the dog. <laughs> He's a like, trainer. He, gra- he grabs one dog by the head and he's shaking it. And, and the dog, you hear the dog whining. Yeah, yeah, why dog. Would, yeah. Why would a dog like that? No. Mm. And then he grabs one dog around the muzzle and he's like, yeah. And then he's surprised. He's like, trainer. Those dogs no- never look threatening either. They only got like a studded collar. Otherwise, when they're running, they ha- look the happy. Yeah, they look they're like they're playing a game. That's yeah. right. <laughs> it's stupid. He can run along the ground, throw a parachute behind him, and then fly. That's yeah. stupid. If you flap your arms with a parachute, it- <laughs> yeah, and the strings, it just goes up. It's unbelievable. Like I know because I tried this as a child. A gust of wind. <laughs> yeah, well, it should be blowing him backwards, not forwards. <laughs> It's the air coming out of the ego lifting. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> All the hot air coming out of his face. Oh, shit. <laughs> um, anyway. Uh, so when did we, my relationship with Jackie Chan change? <laughs> to I such- know. <laughs> it, it, it was a certain point when we stopped trying. It was it Rush yeah. Hour or something? Like yeah. That? No, I still liked Rush Hour. He mm. sold out to the West and he just stopped <laughs> trying to make good movies and made shit movies. I don't care about his politics. I care about making a good movie, man. Yeah, Jackie should stop doing politics. But as I said, that's what's so disappointing about this movie. There's 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 good bits in it that you could easily cut into a pretty decent movie. All right, it, let's do it. It's, it's filled. <laughs> <around>. Recut it. <laughs> recut it. <laughs> recut it. Recast. Asian action cuts. Um, cut. Take out Coco and put in Michael Wong. <laughs> and we're going to are, we, are we going to reshoot things? We got to film. <laughs> The first just, th- just cut scenes of Michael Wong from other movies and put it in. <laughs> the first thirty minutes is just like different takes of uh, Am- what's it? What's her name? Split girl. Bonnie. Doing splits. Bonnie. Just doing splits. We should go meta and have like Armor of God one playing in the TV in the background. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that breaks Nathan's rule. Don't yeah. show a better movie though. That's right. All right. So he he steals so, this so thing. He's, right? he's, he sold the heads anyway. Um, we won't worry about the whole stupid gang thing. Uh, he comes across another um French heiress who decides to assist them with uh, provision of another bronze head um, on the proviso that Jackie helps recover the bones of her grandfather who went looking for her great-grandfather's treasure ship Is back in the day, who happened to be convoluted. one of the participants. This all glossed over yeah. me. I didn't pick up any of this yeah. for a while. I was like, what? So the great-grandfather was a participant in the sacking of some palace and he had a ship that he filled with the, the stolen loot, but this, the ship crashed on the way home the great-grandfather managed to get rescued and came home, but the ship was left behind. Secret and of the unicorn. Exactly. And uh, and then the, Thanks, grand, the grandfather went off looking for the ship and never returned. So she wants Jackie to find the ship, to find the bones of the grandfather, to return it to her grandmother, who happens to still be alive for whatever reason. I totally did not pick up on any of that. Not all me. I got all I got was that there's an Asian girl and this European girl that want Jackie, which is consistent <laughs> oh. with Armor of God 1, 2, and yeah, 3. Yeah, I picked up more of the well, tension that, that, between those two rather than that, that story. Well, that, yeah. was, that was the point. To, that was mirroring off um, Armor of God 2. Um, you know what I was missing, though? New shower scene. Well, who's that's... Alan? No. <laughs> who's, Alan? <laughs> who's Alan? Who's Alan? Yeah, who's Alan Tam? Um, he needs a sidekick. Oh, who's the, who's the Alan no, Tam character? Yeah, I think Bonnie's Alan Tam's character. Yeah. yeah, sort of, yeah. He's got no real friends. They just, yeah. like, monitor they're things like and side, stuff. Is Alan, is Alan Tam still alive? Yeah. I feel like they could have chucked him in as a cameo. Like, he's a tax That would have like, been that amazing. Been better. That See, been that's, better. Not, that's what yeah. I'm talking about. When I say that there's no throwbacks to the originals, I don't mean, like, the, the stunts and the, I mean, like, yeah. they could have had Alan Tam and they like, give a wink and a thumbs up, something like that. Well, that's the See, only notable having, character, this, it, right? It really brings back, like, different elements of the other movies mm. into this movie to try and, like, get it to a point where it's not absolute Jackie standing on a soapbox. Yeah. Saying stuff. And Does, full, full credit to him to have, I guess, for giving these unknown, quote unquote, actors and actresses. are unknown. Uh, well, uh, to, uh, I guess, to yeah. a Western audience, unknown or young actors are a go. But like I said, they come across as real bland. Yeah. Well, I mean, they can't outshine Jackie Chan. Well, yeah, and they're, they're exactly. not really given much of a sure. a chance anyway. Like, if you gave Daniel Wu and Shu Chi, like, major roles in this, they would just take over. Oh, they would. I'd totally watch Daniel Wu instead of Jackie Chan. <laughs> yeah. But Daniel Wu's so, jacked. I mean, come on. It's it's going for the, the Western audience, which was- uh, sure. Daniel Wu's good looking. He he's was in, known by Western audience. Yeah. He's in that series. What's that series? That with series that we can't think of right now. Borderlands or whatever it's called. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's something lands. I watched it, sorry. Which was made after this movie. Yeah. Not yeah, true. Yeah. And Shu Chi's hot. <laughs> I'm not saying it wouldn't work on some level. I'm just saying. Yeah. So, 
I, I mean, really, I don't even remember what happens between him stealing the heads and they end up on an island, right? There's nothing yeah, that happens okay, in between. Okay, so they magically work out that the boat's on an island from a painting and uh, figure out where the painting's of the location and Secret they go of the to the island. Yeah, Secret of the Unicorn. And, uh, Red Rackham's treasure. They fall through... Well, the, the two girls follow them up a cliff and fall down through a hole and magically land up landing on the boat. But there is a really cringy scene, though, where, like, one of the girls straddles Jackie's arm, but he can't help it because he's trying to save her. But then you can tell that Jackie really set up that scene so he could do that. <laughs> Probably. And then um, you can point out her her panties are purple. Oh, is that... I that missed that. That, 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 that was her, the that was her, she's straddling the arm and so they could see up her dress and like purple. So uh, that's a really cool. why, is, yeah. why do the guys get any shitty jokes like that? And it was it was the joke here yeah, because she's like, uh, but I like purple. Yeah. <laughs> so like, what are you gonna oh, do for a guy? Purple bra and the hat at the end, yeah. Yeah. Dude, and you're wearing she, step ones. I like step ones, they're made of bamboo. Buy <laughs> <High> step ones. <laughs> smoke. <laughs> smoke. <laughs> Thanks, Carl. <laughs> so um they find the boat, but they're immediately uh, accosted by the the guards of of the person they stole the the first two heads from. Who the tried, Hawaiian shirt crew? Hawaiian yeah, they followed them all the way to the island. But uh, apparently, they're just um, buffoons. You know, buffoons <laughs> who don't have loaded weapons. Um, yeah, because they're not savages. <laughs> and it turns out the island's in the middle of um, the the Straits of Malacca. I'm going to guess or whatever. Oh, Malacca. Why not? Let's just make it up. I wonder if this is you know, the South China sense. Sea. We're in the South China Sea, which is ruled by pirates, and yeah. there's a bunch of pirates that actually own the island, and they're not happy that Jack and the, the people are there. You notice that they're all very uh, ethnically diverse? Right? Yes. Yeah. Not- talk, talk about this, Sam, because their, their crew is a motley crew. It is a motley crew. There's no European or white people in there. They're all... Uh, Indon- some of them are Indonesian. Some look Japanese. Ken Lo is Chinese, but he speaks Thai because he grew up in Thailand. He's a Thai kickboxer. They've got... Uh, Steve Yu. Steve Yu. He's one the, of the pirates. There's an African-American-looking dude that has blackface for some reason. <laughs> like, the, the blow up the explosion. He's like, he might as well be going, whoa, and the bird's around his head and, like, the black sort on his face. Like, like this... I, I actually really love this pirate bit, even though it doesn't fit tonally with the film at all. And I love Ken Lo's character in this film. He's chewing the scenery pretty Oh, he is. And I imagine that Jackie had said to Ken Lo, we are shooting a Wiggles video. <laughs> I want you to be as like broad comedically as possible. See, this, talk- sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say, this, the funny thing was the pirate ship kind of uh, set has so much potential for wacky Jackie Chan stunts, but I feel like it's really misused. Mm-hmm. The, he goes to the point where he's focusing on all of his side cast in this, where they're fighting everyone else, and Jackie's not actually doing very much in this. No. There is, like, I think here there's a lot of scope for, like, shit stunts, and they do happen because you see people that fall down crevasses that are really thin and tiny, and then they do, like, flips onto boxes. One guy falls through, like, a... Uh, a cargo hold in the ship, which is a fucking shit stunt. Um, and Jackie also does some really cool stuff. Like he does some jump and flips, like not flips, but jump yep. flipping rolls and stuff. And flipping people from knee grabs and things like yeah. that. Yeah. But it's the problem is that the set is so dressed with vines and shit, it's actually hard to distinguish. I just felt like we, that segue, we were in a real forest and then suddenly went to this horrible, not horrible, but I don't know, weird set. A set, yeah. It felt like I just fell into plastic land or something like that. Too many bugs. Too many bugs. <laughs> Fake <laughs> CGI bugs. Can we talk about Fake the beans. giant bazooka that they have? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, please, yeah. go. It's huge. Looks like it's from a video game. I you reckon it. it's real? It's massive, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> so, one pirate instead of having just a normal gun, has a freaking bazooka. And uh, he, he Jackie grabs and fires it off, um, which they all stare as it shoots into the vines and manages to catch on one of the vines and just dangle there precariously, which is obviously Chekhov's bomb because uh, we know it's going <laughs> to have gonna an impact later on. I love, though, that Ken Lowe, he's the one carrying the bazooka to kind of emphasize and, you know, get people to talk. He goes and points the bazooka directly at somebody's face. As if he's going to fire it into their face. And just kill everybody. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. And I do like that all the other pirates kind of look at him like, the fuck are you doing, man? <laughs> like, and the slapstick stuff because someone, when it gets fired, is standing right behind him. So, the flames burn his face and give him blackface. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. I, I think at this point, uh, the Hawaiian shirt crew 
Like I thought they were kind of funny in their sort of they moving around in sync and, and being kind of just incompetent boobs. So we're just watching some old French comedy, yeah. slapstick yeah. comedy or something. I was thinking like Victor and Hugo. <laughs> <laughs> the bunglers in crime. Yeah. Victor and Hugo, bunglers in crime. Thank you. Uh, up, up to this point, um, we have Coco and Catherine who are having a bit of tension. Their characters, because one is bring these artifacts back and the other one's, your family stole them. And there's a bit of tension between them. Also, they can't understand each other. In this part of the movie, they work together to help each other out a little bit. I was like, oh, maybe they're going to solve their differences and then work together. And they do. And then she, Coco immediately jumps back on a high horse and is like straight back to being a snobby. She activist. is blaming uh, Catherine for what her ancestors did, right? And I don't know that the film necessarily says that that's wrong. Jackie did. Jackie said that's wrong? Yep. Okay, go Jackie. But then he but, does the same thing later. Well, that yeah, he was using it for his own benefit anyway. By the end of the film, everybody sort of works together and wraps it up. But I thought that was a nice- They could have wrapped it up there for those two, and they don't. She's just straight back to being annoying. And, yeah, uh, they could have reconciled it right there. It's kind of one of those things where- um, So, the, they have this whole fight, and there's a whole set pieces, and there's writing on a log and some, some lovely stunts, which I think will come back around to the stunts afterwards. But- it gets to a point where they escape with a log full of gold and they're dragging it behind them on the ship. They almost could have ended this movie right at that point. Yeah. Yeah. Freeze frame. Freeze yeah. frame. <laughs> you know, yay, we're rich kind of thing. And that would have been a, a short cut, like, you know, 70, 80 minutes maybe at that point. I kind of agree with you, but I also think it would have been a shame we would have missed out on that end fight scene mm-hmm. in the factory. But, I mean, yeah. It, the other point is that they add this other bit on about coming back around to tie off every single loose end that they can possibly tie off in the movie, making it well too long and throw in a pretty decent fight scene in that that we would have missed out To on. piggyback on what Sam said and what you guys said, if you, they ended it right there at the boat and the, the gold, that would have been the blandest, most boring, nothing happening movie. Like, I don't think eh. it would have been allowed. I'm sure that this whole thing about pillaging, stealing and, and having lots of money for yourself would just would not go down I thought down they, could well. have gone, they could have gone with the moral stance, like you got the gold and then it fell to the bottom of the ocean. Ha-ha. Or they all went to jail. Gains. It would have saved us uh, like another hour or something. Te- technically, they still had the two bronze heads in their possession at oh, that yeah. point. So, like you he know. turns the camera and winks. It's, and it's, it's half like, wind. It's like, wink. Got, a, got one in his pocket he yeah. saved or something yeah, like yeah. that. Well, see, they had a little bit of that Asian hawkness, right? When all that gold disappears and then Righteous, uh, what's her name, Coco? She's got this gold bar and Jackie takes it and he's like, yeah, we shouldn't, you know, we should just let this be with the fishes or whatever and throws it in. And then as soon as Coco fucks off, he's like, all right, everybody mark where we are. And you come back and get it. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I didn't actually throw it in. I threw a sausage roll in there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they should have done that. That would have been much better. Also, can they please stop um, trying to make that pool look like the ocean? <laughs> it's not moving at all. What do you mean? Yeah, it Todd, looks so Todd's real. Boat doesn't float on the pool. I've never been to the South China Sea, Rachel. I don't know that it doesn't look like that. <laughs> it's perfectly still and light blue. Yes. I also wanted to just quickly shout out uh, Jackie Chan's righteous face. Fucking punchable. So punchable. <laughs> want to punch his righteous face right in the righteous face. Also, just, just uh, talk about it now because it's so nothing happened in bland, but uh, Bonnie has a weird relationship thing that's sort of storyline happening. That they just gets- put it in, don't they? They don't like- introduce it or anything. Unnecessary. It's on the side thing, trying yeah. to give them like, you know, extra character, which is like- but. I forgot about it until the very end. It's like, who the hell is this guy? You know, (laughs) exactly. They need to set up one more thing that Jackie is going to like spread his knowledge and Mm. goodness to influence their shitty, fucked up lives. Everyone wins at the end. Yeah, because Jackie helped them. Yeah, that's right. So uh, they get back home, sell off the bronze heads for massive profit, but it turns out that the bad guys were duping Jackie because they had the dragon head the whole time, and he was never going to get the money bonus that he was promised. Um. The professor girl, I can't, what is that Coco? Yeah. yeah. She goes back to the students, but then some stupid students get kidnapped by the bad guys. So then she comes crying to Jackie. Jackie then has to go rescue them by. Well, going this to is the very funny though, later. because one of the students is her brother, and she said this line. She was like, Oh, yes. We grew up together. I was like, <laughs> No fucking shit. <laughs> he was like a brother to you. <laughs> Who would grow with a brother? Yeah. You need like Eric Banner's great doers of history. Oh, oh doers. Yeah. <laughs> like, come on. All right. We were so close. It was like we were family. Shut the fuck up. It's your brother. Uh, At this point, sort of, we skip a little bit here, but we get introduced to Vulture. 
Yeah, he's who great. is the best character who doesn't get – he should have been built up a bit like – he should have been referenced in, in- – he's, he's almost another Todd, my friend. <laughs> he just appears out of nowhere. Captain Wacky Todd. Vulture. Wacky Vulture and his um, shenanigans. And he's, as soon as like- they have that fight scene on the couch, the movie gets fucking good after that because the rest of us eh, – but so, as soon as they have that couch fight, excellent. We did, oh, we didn't mention Captain Todd like the whole time on the island. At certain intervals, Captain Todd would just show up with got a medikit. <laughs> I got a medikit. And then he went and got the boat for them. Yeah, I you, don't know how he escaped. Captain Todd's a good guy. <laughs> He's a great guy. I almost kind of wanted, uh, who's that uh, Kiwi guy that shows up in all these shows? Um, ah, fucking forgot oh, his name. He's in like Flight of the Concords and stuff. Yeah, yeah, Reese uh, Darby? They, yeah, Reese Darby. <laughs> I, I, I kind of, he's like a Reese Darby character, but yeah, I almost. Yeah, yeah. Hey, that would be good. Captain Todd, is, Reese Darby's Captain Todd would have yeah. worked well. But then I don't want to put Captain Todd out of a job. So, <laughs> you know, I think he's pretty great. See, our cut's going to be awesome. Our cut's amazing. <laughs> but you're right. Like, Vulture, the character is brilliant. It's played by a guy called Allah, I think. Uh, uh, yeah, he is, um, it doesn't have too many credits, but he seems to be, uh, He's a taekwondo, well taekwondo. It's a really champion, good fight, but I felt, Ala Safi. I felt Ala Safi. too much that it was almost like Jackie versus Jackie, like their their moves were mirroring each he other co- too yeah, much. He choreographed yeah. it, yeah. yeah, yeah. But he choreographed but, it, I, and I have no doubt that he choreographed both of them. But the other guy could do the moves pretty well because yeah. you see his face in like a lot of the shots. And it was it was tight. It was a tight it fight. It was pretty good, and it had like it a was gimmick. a silly premise. <laughs> well, they always have a gimmick with his fights, well, don't they? Does like yeah. I can I can kick your ass without even getting off the couch. So the premise is you're not allowed to get off the couch, but you can punch each other. So they were fighting across, and I'll add not one couch, but three, four couches. <laughs> yeah, he stretched the rules, man. And his uh, his uh, mistress also gets to a fight with Bonnie, which is cool. Oh, that's amazing. That's a, that's pretty fun because they're pretty evenly matched. They could have been like Jackie could have just beat the shit out of Vulture, and she could have. I have to add, though, that uh, the floor's lava because they take the cushions off and stand <laughs> on the cushion on the floor. That's pretty funny, though. Especially after all the moves they did. Like, if that's all the fight was, was just them throwing cushions at each other, you'd be like, that's shit. I'm shocked they didn't do a joke where Vulture and Jackie stop and watch the other two fight and go, oh, they're pretty good. And go, oh, wait. And then they start fighting each other again. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Doing the staring at the two girls fighting, yeah. The two girls were fantastic. Uh, Bonnie, is that her name? I don't know if she's a martial artist. I assume so because she can do those moves. She's a newcomer. Um, But the other girl, her and the bad girl fighting, both incredibly flexible, long legs, and just like incredible. I don't even know how they fit in a car with the legs that long. Do you want to know? According to HKMDB, uh, yeah, right. her name is what? Sang Lan Xin. It says model 2004 national taekwondo champion. Well, wow. there you go. So don't mess with her. Yeah. And I think Vulture's uh, mistress is named Katie. So that's Caitlin Deschel, if that's her. Right. I can't find any other credit. That would be her. So, one thing that I picked up my observation is that Bonnie, when she fights, and I could tell she was a taekwondo fighter because she does a flurry sidekick, right? Uh, it's actually a turning kick, but it's front on turning kick. Anyway, I bet she does WTF, which is sports taekwondo, because sports taekwondo <laughs> is all about scoring hits and points and not about damaging or injuring the other person. AKA boring boxing. AKA dance fighting. You heard it. <laughs> I said it. I did it. I know what you guys do. It's just dance fighting. Stop it. <laughs> is she a wrestler? What? Is she a pro wrestler? I don't know. I wish. Uh, yeah, that'd be she awesome. She should be. be yeah. Great. I'd see that. What's, TNA. What's the Chinese form of martial arts that's pretty much just competition? Uh, wushu. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, like wushu is kind of cool. Right? <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. Let's have a difference here. <laughs> yeah. Because they have weapons and weapons are cool. <laughs> you want to jump see- around and do kicks. You want to see dance fighting? Listen to our podcast, The Kick, where a Korean family go to Thailand and they just break dance. Can I, I quote s- from I- Michael Hitho? That kick movie sucked. <laughs> <laughs> On a side note, I went and saw a movie with Cynthia Rothrock and uh, oh, yeah. she likes the, the dual hook swords. That's her favorite Chinese. Dual movie. hook swords. Yep. She, yep. Learned, she learned them. She flew to China in 1983 and learned wow. how to use them. Wow, that would fuck you up. Trivia. Hook swords. Did you get her to come on the podcast? Is she coming next episode? Uh, unfortunately not. She's uh, busy prepping for a movie that she intends to film later in the year called Black Creek that she's directing and choreographing. Wolf Creek. Oh, wow. Yeah. No, Black, <laughs> Black Creek. Do you hear that? You hear that, listeners? Cynthia Rothrock denied the Asian action cast, <laughs> which means yeah, she, no. she knows we exist. <laughs> I feel like Michael Wong when I say that. Yeah, I almost got in. <laughs> Cynthia Rothrock, call me. 
We get some it's cool that, moments here. An audience we get to talk. see um, <laughs> Vulture is he's a scumbag, but he's a, a scumbag with like a set of morals, I guess. He's like impeccably dressed. He's like me and you, we're good. You he know, made Jackie spell. Yeah, he's yeah. wearing like a bowler hat, a vest, a fedora, a fedora. Is he wearing he, a fedora? Yeah, like he's more of a fedora. Spats it? on his feet, which it's is gloves. good. With gloves, was he wearing gloves? He had gloves, yeah. Okay, they're trying to make him like a a Lupin kind of. Yeah, guy, he maybe? is like a gentleman thief. Uh, and they obviously have this antagonism, but Jackie, for some reason, well, not for some reason, he explains why uh, he really doesn't like um, the vulture ethics. But I mean, like Jackie's Isn't a thief. He's like, game. you stole something. You did too, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, and he goes, oh yeah, but those tribes they fought each other because they thought it was you. Guess what the fuck you did, Jackie? You went and stole that sword from the first armor of God. Yeah, didn't you see those those people chasing you? The, yeah. The savages. You quote didn't unquote? see the aftermath of that with all them dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hypocrite much. <laughs> Don't you watch your own movies? <laughs> anyway, um, getting back to the uh, fight scene. So, um, Jackie brings the rose. Oh, we forgot to mention that there was a painting called The Roses that he was trying to find. Shittest painting ever. Shittest painting. Boring. Small, tiny painting. But apparently, it's worth like $100 million. Um, he'd stole this from the vault at the start of the movie. And he used that as a bargaining chip to try and get back these kidnapped students. And uh, this the son of the main bad guy wasn't letting on that the kids were there so he had to prove it to him first as a you know emphasis of him to walk around the entire floor of the bad guys um i don't know it's secret, a fight chase hire. a fight chase a fight chase they're chasing jackie and they're fighting him if they can catch him and there's obviously <laughs> um let's call it Chekhov's explosive device in the corner <laughs> That was anytime, so obvious when we went. <laughs> anytime you see pipes and gauges, some shit's going to blow up. Pipes, ga- gauges, dials, it's, it's twisty happen. things. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Steam. <laughs> it's a boiler. It's going to blow. <laughs> That's how old I felt watching the, the sequence. Mm. Was, like, everything had to be explained, especially towards the end. Mm. Mm. It was... And he... Um, I mean, he uses the set quite well. Obviously, choreographed all through... I did Taking notice. Taking out security guards without hurting them because he catches them before they would fall a greater distance. Yeah, because Jackie doesn't kill. He maims, doesn't <laughs> he maims kill. maims and breaks their arms, but doesn't kill. Yeah. I did notice that, real, first of all, really, really good fight scenes, really well done. I did notice a couple of times that Jackie was subbed out for another stuntman doing a fight scene. Okay, I know you're old, Jackie. I respect that. That's cool. What I found funny... um, about that or, or was he uh, in the shorts at the end where he shows all the accidents it was all the simplest things that he yeah. was hurting himself on like he jumps through a picture frame and it it just uh, falls and lands in the middle of his back and that looked like the most painful thing Shit you could ever see just sli- slowly sliding down the stairs and they must have sped yeah. it up in the final or something exactly yeah. like, yeah. I burned my hand and just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Twist his I'm like oh poor Jackie you're like oh, oh my like Jackie. man <laughs> I'm like, poor Jackie. It's yeah. all those little things, isn't it? It's like when uh, he's fighting with the ladder in like uh, Police Story 4 and he just has little nicks and cuts on his fingers. Yeah. It's just little shit like that that annoys you. It's like you hear stories about um, wrestlers getting in and out of the ring and they hurt themselves doing that. They can take suplexes all day, but they get out of the ring and they step wrong. It's like, oh, I twisted my knee. It's like, yeah. It's getting out. <laughs> it it yeah. happens, man. Like I remember once one of the worst injuries I ever had was just literally putting my kid in the car and then I twisted my back. I was like, oh. And, you know, like, I've done heaps of other shit. Such as? Fall over the gate. <laughs> I, was, I was hoping you wouldn't say that. Well, no, there's, there's a supercut. There's a supercut. Asian oh, action classic. cast supercut on YouTube of me doing a stunt. And to be was, fair, you gave it a good go. But, oh. it was, I jumped over a fence, Jackie style. Well, not quite the same as Jackie, but... And what did Nathan do? Fucking laugh in your he, face. Yeah. <laughs> yes, he did. Thank you, Nathan. Friend of the action cast. <laughs> Nathan. Um... So we go through all this for him to finally pull the um, students out, and then the bad boss guy comes. Oliver Pratt, Platt comes along. I'll, I'll, I'll play on the fight things in a second. So he comes comes in and and says, "What are you doing, son? We don't kidnap people. We just forge stuff. You can go, Jackie. Yay! Thanks, Oliver Platt. Thanks, Oliver Platt. Chewing scenery all day. This whole like sequence from." Um, after the couch fight is very, very good. It's incredible. When One did, of the best sequences he's done in a while. When does Oliver Platt yell, throw it in? What? Oh, that was after. So, oh, um, sorry. So Jack like, Dump it! Dump oh, it! Oh, I just really liked that line. We'll finish off the movie. Sorry. Just come back to the, the fights. Um, so, 
Um, then Jackie leaves. Uh, the students get back to go home, and uh, Oliver Platt, because um, because of all the protests, the auctions were failing. So he decides to have one more go at selling the dragon head, and if if it doesn't sell, he threatens to throw it into a volcano. So he uh, gets hires the vulture to throw the dragon's head in the volcano. So he's prepped up in a plane above a volcano, who knows where, and the auction obviously fails. So he then yells into the phone, "Throw it in!" No uh, one bids anything. You wouldn't even like, ha ha, twenty bucks. Let's go. Someone did it in the first auction. Yeah, well, where's that guy? One euro. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Where's the, that guy? What are the chances of that though? That everyone I'll is, buy it. agrees on <laughs> on not to yeah. bid for it. Someone would have. Someone would be, <laughs> buy it for they, their own nefarious reasons. Trying to be their altruistic thing of of let's not Come pay on. money for these relics. Someone would have bought it. Um. So of course, uh, whilst they're skydiving into the volcano, which seems to take. Half an hour, <laughs> Jackie Chan comes from behind and yeah, tackles where's he them. hiding in a cloud? <laughs> <laughs> Kenny G flew that He's monkey. Yeah, yeah, like what? Well, they had a helicopter that we never saw until the end as well. Yeah, right. Um, and there's a, a skydiving fight sequence, um, all fighting over the dragon's head, to which a point where Jackie Chan loses his parachute and grabs the dragon's head and uh, then presses a button on the suit to put several pouches out. And uh, he rolls down the side of the volcano <laughs> with his pouches, getting him beat the fuck up. I think it's probably the the one scene in Jackie's movies where I've seen him get like really, you know, I think roughed up a lot to the point where it's it's comedic, obviously because it's completely. He's flaking. wearing red eye contacts. I'm yeah. like, fuck, blood and his blood legs all nose fucked up. And his legs fucked up the other way. And he shit. gets it's like the Family Guy, you know, like, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But he gets the respect of the vulture because um, he saves the missus because she passes out, yeah. and he like gives him the helmet. It's like go save her, and he's like, thank you. So vulture returns the kindness. Like here, have the have the head back. I have the head in the end. And then we cut to uh, a hospital where Jackie's, uh, you know, <laughs> in uh, lots of um, casts and, and so forth. And then we get a few cameos towards the end with uh, Dr. Daniel Wu and... Uh, Shu Chi. like, who happens to be the wife of one of his henchmen and they're pregnant for some reason that gives birth in the same hospital at the same time. And uh, then Bonnie's daughter... From and her estranged husband decide to visit them and get back together and all of these endings that Five happen minutes. to these side characters it takes here, like ten, here Coco, ten have minutes this, of waste have this of time. artifact we were arguing about before yeah and uh, I think uh, and Jackie's visited right at the end by his uh, real life wife I believe is the cameo there yeah. um, for whatever reason just to tie off that hey he's not by himself he's got someone to the end of movie well done freeze frame yeah. freeze frame and immediate. Uh, Bloopers. 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 I'm glad they threw that in there, actually. And five That's million classic. credits. Well, and Jackie's, like, voice of God at the end of the bloopers. What does yeah. he say? I actually missed oh, that he's, bit. He's talking about how, how he approaches a stunt and, and that he always fears different things and yeah, he made just different little statements as as it's going throughout the um I don't know. I, I find it overbearing because at the end he does say, I'm Jackie Chan. And it echo, 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 echo. <laughs> yeah. I'm very proud uh, of myself. Yeah. <laughs> and and my grandchildren will watch this. I was like, JC doesn't want to have fucking children. <laughs> He's like, look what happened to me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't want to I don't put that on somebody else. I think, yeah, I think Jackie's in this reflective. Well, at I think the time. it was his hundredth film, so I give yeah. you the props. Yeah. You know, like, well, you know, well done. He's got an incredible filmography. I don't feel like he needs to feel that he should top himself. He does, I feel like he does enough small stunts like uh, jumping around the scenery and like we talked about off off air, like stuff that we would like cringe at, he kind of does effortlessly. It's like, that's still, he's still got it, you know? When he's like coming down the side of a mansion, like a building. The, the and French it's just, Chateau at the beginning. When yeah. He's jumping from like- Ledge to ledge. Ledge to ledge. And it just looks so effortless and you're like, if I was there, I would be pissing myself from the height and everything else. He knows it too because he gets down the bottom. He's like, let's see you do that. As in like a wink, <laughs> to, the the wink to the camera. Yeah. And then that scene, the fight scene that he does in the photo booth at the end. Yes, with all the, um, the cameras. And oh, that was a little funny bit that he does. He, he's fighting in like a, it's it's like a camera setup where they're taking pictures of um For the 3D printer, maybe. <laughs> yeah. No, for their fake <laughs> printer out outside. Canon photo placement, Canon cameras, Canon printer. Oh, Canon I see, I see, everything I see. Everywhere. Anyway, they- Sorry, what, Canon? 
Cannon, yes. <laughs> um, so they're fighting with it, and he's got the camera on a stand, and he's smacking these people, and you can hear the camera clicking off, clicking off, clicking off, and eventually when he goes outside, the printer's been printing the whole time with all these shots of smacks and Jackie's face all yeah. swollen. A genuinely funny moment. It's pretty good. It's pretty funny good. funny sna- snaps, yeah. His stuff that he does with the uh, – because he uses one of those flash umbrellas is just beautiful, like really pretty to see. I want to just chuck back uh, Coco and – Catherine are uh, beating up one of the pirates with the bones of her grandfather. Oh, yes. It's pretty funny. <laughs> Shit stunt too because that, that stunt that man just took it. He just took it. He was wearing like a little skull cap kind of thing. But you know it was hurting. Yeah, and they did poke him in the face with the with the bones at the end. Also, Coco, dislocated foot, recovered pretty fast from that. Yeah. Yeah, well, dislocation, man. It's cool. No, did they, they tipped her up over the shoulder and did the, the shoulder carry, fireman carry. I wonder if that, because they like threw what? her like yeah. very bodily <laughs> yeah. over and I wondered if that was like on wires or something because mm. it just seemed so effortless. Yeah, a few of, uh, I definitely there were wires involved in some of those shots, especially when they were up on the log and stuff as well. Yeah. That log, I tell you what, I would never want to ride a log down any hill because if that thing turned over, guess what? You're like person paced. Crushed underneath it? Yeah. 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 Your Sam paste all over the ground. <laughs> well, you might not be, but I would be. Oh. Yeah, you'd be Scott paste, Rachel paste, Mikey paste. Okay. <laughs> you get the you get the picture. You get the picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what do you think? Thumbs up, thumbs down, thumbs in the middle. I, I think, as you said, it's it's kind of a family movie. Um, if they had cut it right down, th- there's enough in there that could make a really good movie. But um, he just went too much, too too far, too long. Etc. and just padded it out. If he paired it back, yeah, the Asian action cast edit would be so much better. <laughs> I'm very tempted to do it. I'm going to give this a thumbs up because I I am more for it existing than not existing. That doesn't mean it's good. <laughs> so maybe that's a thumbs in the middle. What's your thumb, Mike? Mine's in the middle, I think, yeah. I was thumbs down until that uh, couch fight and now it's thumbs in the middle. The skate suit's really cool. The rest is so bland and boring. I was like, this is crap. And then as soon as the vulture came back, I was like, okay, this is good. All right, thumbs so in thumbs the middle. middle. All right. Thumbs down. Oh, way down. <laughs> I hate it when people like knock me over the head just to tell me what's happening in the plot today. Very yeah. subtly. That's so funny. So, you're going to go out right now and just steal some antiques. You're like, yeah, I'm going to do what yeah, you did. Fuck you. Yeah, exactly. yeah. yeah. I didn't sing that song. What do you think this yeah. table's on? Yeah. Oh, shit. This, this is the Chinese antique. Stolen. Stolen. <laughs> Chinese antique. This is one of the Chinese bronze tables. I hate it when Jackie tells me what to do, so I'm going to do the exact opposite. Yeah, Dad. <laughs> yeah, you know my dad. You know my dad, Jackie. <laughs> I All know right, what well. kind of bad dad you are. Jeez. So I, I think we did enough shit stunts, but is there anything from the film that you'd like to go home and maybe give it a crack? Can I just mention one more shit stunt? That oh, is, yeah. isn't actually a stunt because it's all CG, but when they're going down the log, they're getting smashed in the face with like the foliage. Oh, it's like, yes. that, would really, that would really happen. And yes, it would fucking hurt. No, that would be shit. <laughs> Except it's really fake. Yes. Mm. No, but even like a fake tree... We kind of hurt. Just get someone to stand on the side and, and whack you with Just some artificial you. foliage. Yeah. 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 That would be pretty shit. Uh, stunt I'd like to do or something I'd like to do. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Spin the, spin the umbrella and twirl around and like That's Charlie cool. Chaplin, my enemies away. It is pretty cool. Charlie Chaplin, your enemies away. You're beautiful. <laughs> oh, I can't fight you. Rachel, Mikey. I have to say like the... Um, just to skip across to... Worst stunt, the, the, the first up one with the frame in the back, mm. uh, that would be so painful, just something so simple. Landing on it, yeah, Landing with the smaller it, your back. The smaller your back. Yeah, he didn't look happy. Yeah, he looked like he was in a world of hurt with that, so I hail to the stuntman to Jackie himself for that, because that looked like it was really painful. In terms of actually moves and stuff. I just love when he, you know, jumps ledge to ledge on the chateau. I would just that's something I'd always want to be able to do. Just a nimble mountain. Nimble goat. walk around a house on the outside. Rachel. I think earlier when they were having that fight between well, Bonnie and Katie, Katie actually like it's almost like pole danced she down the down, pole. Yeah. I was like, that is so like really strong. Pole dance down the Yeah, pole. she flipped flipped over what she was holding and flipped over and did the full splits as she went oh, down shit. The, the pole when she was like beckoning her down and they both went down to the ground. You're right. Well, that's actually, that's for the move that I would do, not the pole dancing. <laughs> but, uh, being able to do the splits, like 
That's that would be super cool. <laughs> Pick up some keys and yeah, I wouldn't do that. Yeah, car. wear some high heels. You know, <laughs> go to an army base and go. I need to go pee pee. <laughs> just being able to do splits would be really cool. All the things I could do if I could do the splits. Mm-hmm. Nothing practical. Just to <laughs> grab things. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. I guess and push them under cars and just go get that motherfucker. Yeah. Block split. access to things for your kids. Can't get through. Yeah, Dad says no. Whoop. Yeah, <laughs> I'd wear the shorter shorts too. <laughs> so the, other, the other thing would be master at least three languages to feature in this film. Ah, uh, yes. Yes, I mean, I didn't understand that joke when they were fighting the pirates and they go, oh, you speak Mandarin? And then they got that guy and everyone's like, huh, what? Yeah, because it, it was the black guy that they got to talk in Mandarin when they were all... Could he speak other. Mandarin though? I didn't understand what he said. I, I he did and that was yeah. the point. They're all, I think they were all staring at him. I couldn't understand him barbecue though. or something after that? Yeah. Fuck, yeah. what? Oh, you could understand He asked what they were doing and they all went barbecue because they were pretending like they couldn't understand what... So, is the joke that he couldn't speak Mandarin or that they didn't understand him? The joke was that... Um, Kenneth Lowe asked they could understand what he was saying in the first place but they were pretending like they couldn't and they got the one guy that didn't look like he could speak Chinese to speak Chinese to them and they were also surprised that he could but they oh. all answered in unison the same thing that right. was just fluff to all them right. anyway they have to explain the joke it's not a good joke oh, exactly. yeah, yeah alright <laughs> that's, that's the point isn't it they were and we, we were talking about what the all the pirates were dressed in different things and they had one guy looking like, you know, Captain Jack Sparrow. Yeah, <laughs> oh, it was very well. much a rip-off, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Even the score was very Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh, i got to talk about the music. The music is crap. Oh, in this <laughs> like, it's so bland and, un- and it's not even cool synthy stuff. It's just boring and bland. I feel and like I'm in a Disney uh, movie. Mm. Yes, it was Crap, horrible. thumbs down for the music. Thumbs down. What? Not even Jackie's like duet with uh, Emil Chow or whatever the other song. <laughs> Was that sounded like? Don't have to hunt that down and put it, in, put it in now. Yeah, <laughs> you, you, you have As a the, great time with all the samples for this movie. Oh god, the Asian action cast cut will cut all that out. Yeah. So as the uh, the sound effects maestro, Scott, was mm-hmm. there any sound effects like QF one one five or any sound? <laughs> I have to effects? research that. Yeah. <laughs> the sound any, of sofa hitting the floor. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh, that's a very unique mm. gas whistle. Ding. Yeah, that's from a 1975 locomotive. <laughs> Foley expert. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, nothing like that. No, no I couldn't. Sorry, no, no. All right. No, yo, 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 yo. <laughs> yeah, like I needed more a wooga or something like that. <laughs> but yes. All right. Well, hey, that was uh, CZ12, Jackie Chan's hundredth film. Uh, check it out if you haven't already, and come commiserate with us on the Kung Fu Couch, Asian Action Cast, Gmail, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, we are on Spotify. So. Come check us out. Hey, I've got two quick things to chuck in here. We were talking in our group chat about how the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie was a Golden Harvest sort of movie. Yes. I was curious about what other non-Hong Kong movies Golden Harvest have had a hand in. I found one called Megaforce, come out in 1982, and won three Golden Raspberries for a worst picture. And the, the tagline is, there has never been a superhero like Ace Hunter, deeds not words. So I won't watch that one day. All right. <laughs> and also, dubbed over movies? Uh, that's an American movie. Okay. And also, there's a movie uh, I saw a clip of called The Magic Crystal. It's come out in 1986. And that looks sick. Wong Jing, Andy Lau, Max Mock, and Cynthia Rothrock. We got to watch yeah. that. We do, because uh, the fight scene I saw in that looked really sick. Oh, and Richard Norton. Oh, sold me. Boom. Sold me. <laughs> so, how many 1986 movies are we going to do this year? That's amazing. <laughs> Let's do it. The Wongathon and 1986. <laughs> the Jingathon. The yeah. Wong Jingathon. No, that, on a legit, that, that movie looked really sick. Yeah, get get in touch if you want to get a suggestion or something, a hidden gem maybe we could watch. Yeah. We appreciate it. All right. Thanks cool. for listening. Thank you. Bye. Bye. So the world is your gynecologist. Ah. Ah.